Hello, System Save Me listener. I'm so excited to be back in your ear holes to talk about a lot of things that are on my mind or that are going on in my business. So uh, these next four episodes are me sharing a recap of what happened in 2022, really what happened kind of since I stopped recording uh, System Save Me, which was June of 2021. Holy cannoli. So it's it's been a minute and maybe you followed me on Instagram or or on my email list or things like that so you may know some of the things that are going on but i thought it was necessary to kind of recap this year of 2022 and also share what we have in store for 2023 which is really exciting uh and i also want to preface that these episodes were going to be filmed and actually were recorded in Mexico um when I was there with my husband for our anniversary and we kind of just, it's a very reflective time for me. And so I wanted to record it on the beach, you know, super Zen. Uh, but there were so many tech issues between my AirPods having issues. The actual sound quality was trash. I was having coughing fits because I was congested. And then when I went to upload it, it didn't upload anyway. So I was like, clearly let's just re-record. <laughs> and make a clean recording. So I don't may not remember everything I said um, because it was really just off off the dome, uh, off my head. And so I'm going to do my best, but uh, I think I can still give you all the tea, all the juice and get you caught up. So here we go uh, for the first preamble episode of System Save Me. The official launch, I suppose, of System Save Me is going to happen on January 11th. And it'll be weekly with me. So we are actually planning System Save Me podcast to be where I get to share uh, about what's going on and, and my thoughts. And we have a full-blown second podcast that's going to be a guest podcast. And we'll just leave that there because we don't have an official launch date, but I'm really excited about it. It's going to be super powerful. And yeah, so that's coming up too. All right. So with that being said, uh, 2022, we celebrated six years in business, May 1st. And, you know, it's interesting because what is it like 80, 90% of businesses go out of business before year five. So to make year six was a really big deal. And it, it was a really, you know, exciting time. Uh, we had a lot of momentum, honestly, coming from 2021. Um, however, you know, hindsight of 2022, I'm really deeming it the year that was not a lot of fun. Gotta be honest. And that's not to say there wasn't any fun. It just wasn't a whole lot of it. Um, we had a lot of projects that got put on the back burner, things I was so excited about, uh, because we were wanting to do some advertising and sponsorships for podcasts and in-person events and things like that. And those projects literally never saw the light of day because my time got sucked into other areas. And, you know, I had to, I had to adjust my focus and my support. So, you know, that's, that's the interesting thing about running a business is, you know, um, you see someone making all this, you know, money and whatever else, but also like I am, you know, you see this business, I say, uh, making a lot of money, but I also believe in 
you know, paying a, a salary that's deemed according to people's expertise and uh, lane. So that's really important to me. And I don't take it very lightly that I am in charge of people's salaries and how they pay their rent and their mortgage, how they feed their families, save for college education, surgeries, all that stuff. I take it really, really seriously. And so when things happen in my business, especially around team, I've really got to tend to it. So, um, and I've experienced this honestly really often when I was on teams, um, you know, when, you know, the, the team can suffer if the business owner isn't willing to, you know, take a, take a tap, take a poll and really evaluate what's going on. And so, yeah, I've actually, I've been on a team where the entire team left right before the launch, like a week before that was terrible. Uh, and so I, I just, I've seen a lot when it comes to teams when I've been on them. And so I never want that to be my team's experience as much as I can make it. Right. Um, and I'm, I just, yeah, I don't want to be willy nilly with it. So my next episode, you know, after this is going to be all about team, right? So, you know, uh, I'm going to share that with you more there. Uh, I'm not dancing around it. I'm not trying to be vague, but there's literally going to be an entire episode on it. So I'm going to kind of talk about everything else. <laughs> Uh, so 2022, I would say was an overall good year in revenue. What's interesting is 2021, um, and 2022's revenues were very close, uh, but our profit percentages were very different. So 2021 was like at the 40% ish mark, uh, which, you know, people are going to judge my profit percentages anyway, but you know, for me, I, I make decisions differently than most. So, you know, that is what it is. So businesses, you know, most online businesses are like 50% margins, 70% margins, all this stuff. Um, but I, I'm willing to pay more on my team just because I care about them and I want to make this a really great place to work. And part of that is paying people well. So, um, so that's usually what eats up a lot of my percentage more than other people's and that's okay. And I sleep all at night. So uh, 2021 was about 40% and 2022 this year will be around 10%. Uh, we don't have our final numbers, but it's, uh, yeah, a very different year. Um, and again, the biggest chunk of that was team, uh, taking up the profit. <clears throat> so, you know, I don't, I don't have any judgment around it per se. Um, but I recognize that business is going to ebb and flow. Not every year is going to be the most profitable year. Not every year is going to look the same from an expense side of things um, and from a lot of things, actually. So um, the difference, like I said, was, you know, well, I guess the similarities of revenue was 2021 was about 1.2 million. This year in 2022 will be a $1.3 million year, but we doubled our team. Right. So, you know, again, we're going to get in team stuff, you know, next episode, but that obviously adjusted and messed with my profit margin. So some things that happened in 2022 that people may or may not have known happened was that I doubled my team in size. So we have four departments. We have marketing sales, operations, and fulfillment, which is our coaches. And so the two areas that we hired in were sales and coaching. Uh, we have a really solid marketing team. They've been with us for three years. We did make 
one hire to our marketing team, uh, which was our content coordinator, um, who had our first system save me baby, which is so exciting. Uh, but anyway, uh, and our ops team has been with us for a long time. So we really didn't need to make any hires there. Um, and so it was really just sales and delivery. So we made hires in both contractor and employee. Um, and those, you know, like that's depending on, uh, what our needs are. We go with contractors or employees. I know that people are either pro contractor, pro employee, but yeah, like I see the benefits of both depending on the, the role. Um, and so we started the year out with, I think eight or nine team members, uh, some employees, some contractors. And then we literally went to the highest height of our team size, which was in March or April. Um, and that was 18, 19 people. Okay. That was wild. <laughs> and, um, not to say that you can't have 18, 19 people or that you shouldn't, but it's really hard to manage, especially when you're growing at a super fast pace. We had, again, a lot of momentum coming out of 2021. And I'm not going to lie to you. We were like, oh crap, like I have to keep up with the demand. Like I have to prepare for what our projections are saying. And you know, that comes with a lot of difficulty because you either prepare beforehand or you have to play catch up after when you're hiring. And I know that I've been on a lot of teams where they played catch up after. And whenever I was hired, it felt like I was coming into a monsoon tsunami situation. And I hated that. So I had this fear of, I don't want my team to hate me. I don't want them to be overwhelmed and be like, she waited too long to hire, you know, and all that stuff. So it's, it's tough because I felt like even if people were not the right fit for different positions in my business, like, I don't think that that makes them bad or wrong or anything like that. Right. Um, it just means that they weren't the right fit for the position or for the business or whatever the case is. So, um, so yeah, we've, we've, we had to let go of, of a lot of people for different reasons, which again, I'll get into in the next episode. Um, and right now, as of 20, December, 2022, as I'm recording this, we have six employees and three contractors, um, not including HR legal, um, finance. So, um, at this point, I feel like we're honestly going to be able to hit the goals and projections we had planned to make in 2022 and 2023 with this size of team, which is wild <laughs> to think about. Um, but if you're new to me, um, ish, and you're listening to this, uh, I built Done in a Day, which is a six-month group coaching program helping service providers and strategists build a virtual VIP day um, structure and to sell it. And that was my main offer and only offer for two and a half years. Okay. Like I doubled down and will a hundred percent say that it made my, like marketing my business really easy. It made the delivery on my business really easy. And it a hundred percent helped me streamline to hit the seven figure mark. Now that does not mean you can't have seven figures with multiple offers. Okay. Don't, we, we don't need the pitchforks. Um, I'm not saying that at all. However, the simplest way to seven figures, it, it like I a hundred percent believe, um, and have, um, done that with one offer. And so again, you can do it different ways. It just may not be the easiest way or the most streamlined way. Um, and you know, right now we're probably like the category queen. Um, but I think that what's interesting about that is I really had to hold my ground and hold my tongue and I had to sit down and I had to streamline and focus and just, you know, worry about myself and my Sunday students and my team. 
right? And I talk about this a lot um, where I'm like super obsessive about our messaging and I'm obsessive about trying and experiencing or and, and experimenting with different messages all the time because you just don't know what's going to work. And I've probably tried thousands at this point, different messages to see what hits, what doesn't, what people are drawn to, what people need, adjusting the program to adjust the needs of the people. I did that for two and a half years, y'all. So from March, 2020 until about September of 2022, which again, I'll get to the end of the year in a moment, but you know, having to curb all of your ideas, having to have that insane focus, um, it showed me two things. One, I can be super disciplined and I can be super focused. So whenever I feel like at any moment, like I have too many ideas, I have too many of this, I have to remind myself that I literally sat on my hands for two and a half years and that's more discipline than like a lot of other people have been able to show. Secondly, um, it actually did stifle my creativity in some way. I felt like you know, yes, I had to get creative with messaging and marketing those things, but it stifled my creativity when it came to offers and those opportunities just made it really difficult. Um, so there's a pro and con to everything, right? Nothing is all pros, nothing is all cons. Um, and honestly, you know, in my personal opinion, like I don't live my life that black and white, probably, you know, if you know my background, I'm actually literally half black, half white from a race perspective. So I just feel like I live in the gray a lot. So, you know, I, it's really, really important to not feel like, you know, the decision you make is going to a hundred percent fit, you know, all of your pros and none of your cons, right? So um, that brings us to Q4 of 2022. And what I decided to do was to not sell my main offer for an entire quarter. And like literally, um, like this was, this is not a drill. Like we didn't let any few people in the back end. We literally did not sell. Um, done a day our main offer. We shut off all our pipelines. We routed people to the self-study or other things because we needed to rebuild our client experience. Um, I take it super seriously. I think that's where a lot of the success of our program has come from because we've had a really awesome community and, you know, you get people results, all of that. And what happened in the midst of hiring, what happened in the midst of a lot of the restructuring and changing up the program, like we just, we just needed to halt. So we moved to different, you know, throughout the years, we've moved to a bunch of different structures and we played around at different things, but we've been on a bullet train for like two and a half years. And I just really, my capacity uh, comes up a lot in conversation because yes, we've made changes as the train was moving. And at some point the train has to stop and regas. And we really didn't do that. Um, So we decided to do that for for Q4, right? Um, And I want to acknowledge that. So like if you are somebody who has limited capacity or energy or things like that, I get it. Like you have to make the either or decisions. And when people just want to like come at you with this like both and mentality, which I very much like live my life by. I'm very much like both and it just may not be at the same time. 
right? And so you have to make a decision on a timeline perspective because, you know, you have a capacity, which again, I've shared that I have three chronic illnesses. I only have so much that I can do. And so at some points, I really just couldn't be involved in the program and rebuild it at the same time, like from a health perspective. So, um, and that's really hard. And I think it's sometimes, uh, well, I know it's super important to acknowledge that you got to pause, you got to adjust, right? And so that's what I've been doing. So Q4 2022, I'll open up this really beautiful opportunity for me to offer new ideas and new programs and courses and different things. So that's where we sold a lot of different things. <laughs> okay. So we did, uh, what do we do? We did Revenue Rolodex. We did uh, VIP Day Social. We did the Done in a Day um, Self-Study. We, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think what else we did. I feel like those were all of our offers, but we also, um, oh, strategy saved me. That's the other one, which is my one-on-one strategic partnership. Yeah. So we did the, all of those. And then I, I did maybe like, well, throughout the year, I did about 52 marketing opportunities, which was really fun. And, you know, we'll, we'll get into, but, you know, I, um, it's been, it's been fun to like flex that muscle of creating different offers. And I think that when you are so honed in on one offer, there's like a point that you get to, uh, which I've talked to like several people about who also have done like one thing for a long time. There comes a point where you kind of feel like you've just been put into this like padded room and you like can't see out of it. And I think that's not where I got with done in a day, but I think that I, I needed the, the capacity and space for me to re-innovate done in a day. I think that's really what it was because for me to, to coach and to, you know, make changes to the program just wasn't going to be possible for me. So I could get out of the padded room and I could like breathe and, and get creative. Right. So, you know, I, um, Q fun was a lot of fun. And I think that that, you know, I, I remember telling my team at the beginning of 2020, the beginning of Q4 of 2022, I was just like, I need to have some fun. Like, I just need to have some fun. And that's literally how I sounded to them. And, um, you know, with my team, I just was like, please just let me like flex this muscle. And my team was like, you know, we don't know what's happening, but we're just going to ride the ride. And, you know, they really, my team has really recognized how hard of a year it really has been for me, both personally and professionally, um, honestly. So they're just like, okay, let Jordan have some fun because she really hasn't had much of it this year. And I'm really grateful that they trusted me and know that like, I'm not going to do anything that totally derails the business, but it's going to enhance the business. It's going to feel really good to me. Um, right. So something that I also noticed in 2022 actually was, um, was that our systems became more streamlined and like more complicated at the same time. So, Cole's on my team. Absolutely fabulous. Um, if I'm going to trust anyone with my system, it's going to be her. Um, and you know, I can tell her what I want and she's going to understand and set it up in the best way. 
I don't even have to know how it's set up at this point. So, and that's tough, right? Obviously this podcast is called System Save Me. My business is called System Save Me. And so obviously systems are my jam. That's what I'm known for. That's what I'm good at. And the fact that I've been able to pass that off to somebody else has been really awesome and such a, such a joy. So, um, and what I mean by like streamlined and complicated is, you know, Cole came into the business and this is how it was set up because this is how I set it up. And these systems have been in place when our revenue was about at the half million mark. And so for us to be at now, you know, almost triple that your systems are going to need a complete rehaul. Like that's just, is what it is. And it was overdue. And so we had the re- conversation recently and now we're going to be looking at an all in one platform, which is really exciting. Um, just because, you know, we, we can keep trying to tweak and adjust, but again, it's like, okay, now we need a halt and we need to like completely readjust things. Right. So, um, so that's going to be happening, uh, coming up next year, but that was something that we realized, um, in Q4 of this year as well. Uh, and honestly, something else that happened in 2022 was just, you know, kind of across all of our team members, we had loads of sickness and death and families and just difficulties across the board. And my team was affected by a lot of these things as well as myself. And that wasn't their fault or my fault. Um, and we're not, I'm not blaming them or blaming me. However, you have to take this into account, right? Like you can't just pretend like everybody's okay all the time. Um, and like, I don't, I don't like when my team members aren't, they don't have to tell me, you know, obviously what's going on in their lives. And a lot of times I don't, but I do need to know if something is affecting you so that if I see a dip in productivity, then I have perspective. Um, right. And that's not to say people can be unproductive forever, but it just, it gives me clarity and why things have changed. And so, you know, I just want to make sure that my team morale stays really good and you have to acknowledge people where they're at in order to do that. And there was just like a bit of me that didn't want to share when I was going through my own difficult things because I already knew that everyone else was dealing with, you know, a family member who wasn't well um, or family going through things or things like that. But at the same time, I recognize when I say I'm going through a tough time, like, the weight of that from a team perspective is going to be like, oh my gosh, is she going to fly off the handle? Is she going to close down her business? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, no, like, you know, it would take a lot for me to shut down system, save me. And I know we can say that as much as we want, but you know, there's people that have different levels of understanding around that, but I'm just, I'm very committed to what we started and it's not going anywhere, but you know, um, at the same time, like, I am willing to do a lot to ensure that my team is taken care of, even things that they're very unaware of and they will still be unaware of because it's very important to me for them to have the security and stability um, of the team because I love them and I care for them. Um, and again, I take that really seriously. Um, so when I start pushing up against my own capacity um, and whatnot, like I have to be very just transparent with my team about that. <clears throat> so Um, I just really, yeah, it it was tough because 2022 was just a year of a lot going on with team 
and you know you can't just grind 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 all the time i can't grind 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 all the time and so we really had to just get intentional with how we were going to move forward as a team also while not like pushing when people were already overextended right so you know i think to to overall wrap this episode up I want to encourage you that if 2022 was not a great year for you, or you didn't have a lot of fun, or it was really stressful, or life was lifing, or health stuff, or family stuff, or whatever, like, you're not alone, number one. And number two, at any given moment, you can decide to make a different decision. And I think that's the beauty and difficulty of entrepreneurship and life, honestly. So I want to encourage you in this season that if you're having to make choices and decisions between things, you can't say I can do both. You know, again, I live in a very both and mentality, but my reality sometimes can't be both and. So um, due to energetic capacity. So I just, I want to encourage you if you're having to make those opportunity cost decisions that you'll get to where you plan to go, even if it's slower than you would have liked. Like, trust me, I'm a very impatient person. Yeah. So I don't like waiting. Um, and so once I have a decision, I like to move on it, but you know, slower seasons aren't bad. They really are not. You're going to get through them. They're just par for the course. So I just, I really want to encourage you if you're in that type of season that again, you're going to get to a really great place regardless. Maybe it's a different timetable, but don't worry, you're going to get there. Uh, so I want to encourage you to listen to the next episode, which is all around the advice that led me to the most difficult year of six years in business and why I would encourage you not to follow that same advice. And I'm like very serious about that. So I think it is very harming advice. It's out there and it's not only one person who's speaking about it. This isn't about pinpointing who I heard it from. And that's just not where I'm focused. I just need y'all to not listen to this advice, learn from my year of difficulty and save yourself. Uh, with that, I'm going to end this episode and hope to have you listening to the next one.